do my little intro and then I'll let you uh, take it away. What's going on, everybody? My name is Shane from Uncommon Creative. Today, we are interviewing our friend Mayank. Um, It is episode three of the podcast, season two, and uh, I'm excited just to get ready to go into it. Um, So without any further ado, let's jump right into it. I want uh, Mayank to introduce himself. I talk a little bit about what he does and the company that he runs. Um, Thank you so much for coming on too, man. I really appreciate it. No, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, anytime, anytime. So tell me, awesome. tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, we'll do the YouTube one today, like we like we yeah. ran over. Um, so I do a lot of YouTube videos, um, basically tech, tech videos, is unboxings, reviews, how tos, tutorials, and stuff. I just started um, touching on vlogs, so awesome. that one is like fresh and brand new. Um, nice. That's not my main thing. My main thing is the whole tech stuff. Yeah. Um, alongside of that, I do run a company called Growth X Media. So media, not media. And um, we do everything from brand development, social media marketing, um, anything you name it. Small business platforms, we help them out. Um, we'll grow your brand, we'll bring audiences to you, by yada, yada, yada. As well as um, we were, or I was actually invited to attend Facebook's F8 conference. Um, it's similar to like when Apple launches a new iPhone, right. where they'll have the big the conference instead of um, you know, forgot the Apple guy's name, um, <laughs> Steve Jobs, Tim Cook, Tim Cook. Oh. Instead of Tim <laughs> Cook coming on stage, we have Mark Zuckerberg coming on stage. Yeah. So um, if you're ever wondering like what it was, I I have uploaded some of the stuff. Um, it's on my Instagram profile. You feel free to check it out. Follow me, whatever it is, and. Um, we do organic Facebook uh, advertising on Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, and all the platforms, including Google and Amazon, you name it. If you want to be the name, awesome. like the voice on Alexa, we'll make that happen for you. Hey, I like it. I like it. I like how you're talking about voice and Alexa, because that's yeah. like exactly what we're doing right here, man. Voice is going to be taken over in the next few years, and it already is. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little bit 50-50 on that. <laughs> yeah, hey. I'm a little bit 50-50 on that. Okay, talk about that. I want to hear about 50-50 on the voice. 50-50 on the voice searches. I mean, like, in terms of searches, yes, I do believe that it's going to be um, a huge leap forward where mm-hmm. you'll be able to search for different items, um, even order things on Amazon, Facebook, all these, other, all these different platforms. Um, in terms of taking over, I don't believe that, like, it's going to be 100% takeover. Um, you know, when I come home, I do like to watch my TV. Yep. Right? Even when I'm working on my stuff, I'll have the TV running in the background. Oh, I'll be watching like some random show that I don't even like, you know, listen to or like yeah. hear too much about, right? Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, like podcasts and all those things are going to ramp up. Um, not everybody wants to be listening to loud music or listen to music twenty four seven while they're driving. They want to listen to podcasts. They want to listen to different types of uh, audiobooks and stuff. So yes, there is a huge market there. Um, Definitely. But in other terms, like you know, like when you come home, you want to watch a TV show. You can't put a TV show on a podcast or audio format that's true that's true yeah i okay i can agree with that i i think that video is definitely going to still have its place and i think that yeah. doing like any photo and video is going to really have its place because people are always yeah. going to want to travel and experience new things visually as yeah. well um yeah. i just but, think the like, the audio is going to be a big big leap but yeah tell me continue leap, to yeah. interrupt. Uh, i do feel that um in terms of photography like if photos are are going to be like slowly fading away um as we are moving towards a more more videos where we like to see like, some more videos Definitely. And um, I'm a huge believer, I mean, going to the Facebook conference, um, I'm a huge believer in virtual reality. 
I think that's right. a huge. That, that's going to be the next big leap yeah. when it comes to like consuming content, um, and like you know like creating content even. That's going to be yeah. a huge leap. A hundred percent. I think um, VR is going to be VR and AR are going to be insane. I think yeah. AR is going to be uh, a little bit slower to catch up just because of how new it is. But um, I definitely think what you're saying about VR is going to be absolutely critical because, man, yeah. like even even now, there's so many young kids that are already into VR and yeah, like, I'll, VR. I'll show money. you guys this quickly. You see that? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I so see that. They, they gave us that for free. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> yeah, they gave us that as um, attendees. So. I have um, been messing around with it, playing around with it. Yeah. Um, personally, like I don't see a huge. I don't play video games that much. Ah. So I don't see okay. A, yeah, like so I don't see a huge benefit. But in terms of, I did I did consume content on terms of like Netflix, YouTube, and stuff. That was completely different. You were able to do like three sixty videos on YouTube. Yeah. Right. So um, definitely uh, a huge leap forward, but it's still like. I would say like beta phase almost. Oh, for sure. I don't think yeah. um, I don't think VR is going to be like huge in any time soon within the next like two yeah. three years. I think it's going to be yeah. bigger. Like it's going to be gaining strength and stuff. But um, just like Jake said in the chat, it's all going to come down to fluidity between um, mm -hmm. uh, your social media channels and like your actual production. So yeah. say somebody um, can watch something in VR and then they start watching it in VR. They can interact with it, but then they have to go to work, but they still want to continue listening. That's when you can upload it to a podcast or something like that. So I definitely think what we're saying is just like the video and the um, the actual interaction and the visual experience is always going to be there because people are going to yeah. crave that. It's just going to yeah. be a matter of like, how do we get these things together? And a matter of like, how do we keep these things um, flowing so that our audience doesn't have a hard time uh, kind of like changing gears between Instagram and then podcasts yeah. or something like that. Of course. And like, I mean, I know you're a huge believer in Gary Vaynerchuk and that's what he says, right? Like shoot one thing and chop it up into three, four different things, depending on the uh, platform. If you're going to use um, podcasts, it has to be, it's more, it's more relaxed. I find with podcasts because you do yeah. hear the ums and ahs. Um, when it comes to platforms like LinkedIn. Um, LinkedIn is a social media platform, no matter what anybody says. Yep. It's a more professional social media platform. For that, you kind of have to have polished posts, whether it's, you know, um, like videos or even podcast format. Yeah. And same thing goes for YouTube, right? There are certain things that you have to abide by when you are uh, uploading your content on YouTube. <clears throat> Yeah, you're very much right. I think, and honestly too, excuse me, I think a lot of um, the higher quality, the content is always going to make a bigger difference, whether it's shot yeah. in 4K or shot in like 1080 over just being with a phone or like a, like an iPhone or something like that. Although yeah. iPhones are getting really close to cameras now, so it's kind of scary. Um, but I still think that uh, that, like making sure that what you're saying and kind of what we were chatting about last night is you want to have an Instagram that's really professional that looks like very high quality videos or photos and really highlights yeah. um, and tells a story about who that artist is yeah. Um, yeah I definitely think that's important so let's um let's talk a little bit about some of the uh, things that you've worked on and um, maybe some of the clients that you've worked with uh, or sorry okay. um, I actually we're, we're gonna that. save that we're gonna save that for another time we're gonna, gonna, gonna save that for the next one <laughs> yeah I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself um, so good. let's Let's talk about yourself as, um, <clears throat> excuse me, like a personal 
and a uh, professional content creator. Um, I really yeah. want to get your thoughts on uh, TikTok, first of all, if you know what that is. And then I also yeah. want to get your thoughts on, because um, we just kind of talked about audio and stuff like that. I want to get your thoughts on uh, YouTube and kind of where you think um, YouTube is slowly going into or like uh, if you think YouTube is still going to be like a big, big platform in the next little bit. Um, so I'll take a little bit of a step back and I'll start with my journey on everything like I would say like my social media journey my content yeah. creation journey yes please let's do it it uh, started off when uh, I've been listening and watching um, a lot of tech youtubers mainly MKBHD yeah um, yeah so he, 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 he's he's one of the big guys definitely um, Dave2D as well and a couple of other guys that I've been watching so I was like okay let's uh, let's let's create a video right let's see what happens Right. So I created this video about um, unboxing an iPhone X, and I'll upload it, and within five seconds, I get a uh, copyright infringement notification. I was like, oh shit. Oof, um, that's not good. Because, <laughs> because like, I, I, was, I was fresh to YouTube. I was like, okay, I can just take, um, I'll type in you know, copyright free music on YouTube search. Yeah. I'll download one of those tracks. <laughs> Classic. Classic, right? I'll put them in that video because I like I like the way it sounds, and yeah. I'll get it uploaded. And that's when I was like, okay, this is something entirely different. Then I kind of um, paused for about a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh, you know, what should I do? Then I was like, let's just give it a try for a year, and right. let's see where it goes. And initially, like this, this goes through everybody's mind, whether you're doing a podcast or taking pictures on Instagram of yourself. Um, you're a little bit scared to put yourself out there. Yep. Because you're always wondering, like, hey, what is the other person going to think about me? Yeah. Right? Um, so I was is like, this okay, good enough? Do I like this? this? Do other people going to like this? I mean, what are other people going to say from my high school? or? Yeah. What's my mom's grandma's aunt going to say? Yeah. That's, that's the number one thing that we everybody goes through. 100%. Um, then I was like, you know, just let's just go with it. Let's see what happens. So I did that. And um, then I started, like, properly making videos. I, was, I got out of that barrier. I was like, let's just start talking so um that's how my youtube um journey began where i started making videos on uh, about tech so a year later i made my my first my first ever uh, unboxing video took me about 10 hours to shoot and edit i used i I, yeah it was my first edit ever i used imovie and um (laughs) i followed all the rules I, I use like you know the songs that are available on YouTube. Yeah. I upload it and I'm sitting there clicking refresh over and over and over again, and my view counts are going up. I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And then I, I did a little bit of research and I was like, okay, you can't just be on YouTube if you want to drive traffic to YouTube. You kind of have to create um, kind of like a funnel almost. Right. Get people from like different areas, different networks such as Instagram or even Snapchat and slowly funnel them down to your your content. And yeah, 100%. That's, that's where, uh, you know, we kind of uh, got to now. Um, that's where that's we awesome. are at right now as well. Yeah, awesome. So I wanna, I wanna take a step back a little bit too. Sure. I want you to talk about you being self-conscious and not too sure about posting on YouTube. Was there mm-hmm. a certain moment for you that you were like, you know what, why am I letting other people affect my decisions when it comes to creative decisions or was there a certain like scenario that kind of like switched you off or did you just decide like listen I'm gonna post this no matter what I think this is the right thing to do I just gotta like override my my inner voice 
Um, for me, I just I just went with it. Like I was like, I was listening to a different podcast. He's like, there's no point of you hiding behind the the camera, right? There's no yeah. point of you like, just just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? Somebody's gonna call you ugly. That's it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the worst that can happen. Yeah, yeah. Someone's not gonna like it. All right, exactly. speak. Keep scrolling, man. I got more. We got more content. And, and you know it what? Don't the best part is the best part about YouTube is even if you dislike a video, that still counts towards your metrics. Still helps. And yes, and and I have the the perfect example. I I recently uploaded a video of um, the OnePlus. It's a phone. Right. I made a like a phone case video, and mm -hmm. initially when I uploaded it, I got two upvotes, like two likes, nice. and eight downvotes, and I was huh. crushed. Yeah. I was actually crushed, but what ended up happening is the algorithm worked in a different way that it started recommending that video to other people. Mm -hmm. Huh. And and now that video just keeps on going up every every day. That's awesome. That's so yeah. funny. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 funny, and the best part is like I have my referral link on OnePlus website. So like if you ever watch the video, you want to buy a phone or a case, you'll get some money off. And people have been using that, so it's kind of working oh, yeah. in my favor. Definitely is, man. That's yeah, awesome. Anywhere. That's really good to yeah. hear. That's I love it. Um, it's just like that old saying. Any uh, I can't even I can't remember it now, but it's like any media is good media. Any publicity yeah. is good pu publicity. That's the one. Yeah. It's true, man. It's so still so back to your first question, which was around um, where is YouTube headed? Yes, um, when I when I first started on YouTube to get ads running to get your monetization going mm -hmm. all you had to do was have 10,000 views on one on any video like in yeah. general 10,000 yeah. views on your channel you. right on your channel that meant if you spend 10 bucks you can monetize mm -hmm. yeah. you, you spend 10 bucks you run uh, one cent ads per yeah. view right they weren't counting how many watch time you had right and you know, within the blink of an eye, you could be monetizing. So a lot of people, a lot of bad players where they uh, were, you know, taking uh, copyrighted content yeah. or ripping other people's contents and then reposting it, they were able to, you know, get oh, crazy uh, money. Yeah, and YouTube was that. really, really hot because I mean, like, you know, us, us being in North America, it's you know, we have to put in the work and hey, for us happening? to, yeah, yeah, like for us to. Uh, do that stuff it's gonna take a lot of time right for Definitely. me to make a youtube account rip somebody's stuff off it's not worth it's not worth my time right so um what youtube did was they they did the whole change of adpocalypse and when they did the whole um thousand hour thousand subscribers and four thousand watch hours within overnight there was a huge difference with the number of people uploading content mm -hmm. and using youtube and it became more of a uh, friendlier platform for creators because that that podcast by Dusty Porky said plain and simple, people are gonna whine, people are gonna you know moan and complain about this. They're gonna go to somewhere else where they think it's easy, and they're gonna run the same things over and over again. And it's yep. gonna be better for all other creators because there's less content out there. Yeah. And what I noticed after that, there was a huge upshift with like Instagram videos and like Facebook videos, and you know Twitch, uh, Twitch platforms and stuff. Yeah. And um, coming, you know, going back to um, TikTok, I do believe TikTok is pretty, 
pretty cool. I haven't personally used it. I know what it is. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's huge. Them. It's huge out in like Asia. Like India is huge. Well, that's really where it grew. And then it just recently has come to North America and has been blowing up uh, in North America because it was once musically. And TikTok, I believe, was the. Um, uh, I think it, TikTok was the. Um, like the Eastern and like the. Uh, basically, like everything aside from North America that yeah. was musically and that was meant for that musically and then TikTok was the America or the North American version and then they merged yeah. to create TikTok um, but yeah. yeah there's there's a huge amount of um, there's there's a yeah there's a huge amount and uh, correct me if I'm wrong I do believe it's a very younger audience like thir- yep. 13 to let's say 24 yep and You're nailed it you know I, I don't know if you can monetize and get money off that or not are you um, able to so there... you, you, there's no like view count monetization. It's not like YouTube where you just run ads and stuff like that and get yeah. uh, monetization off your view. Um, but it's the same thing as Instagram to me and it's the same thing as uh, Facebook to me. So if you have an audience and if you build a following and you build a fan yeah. page and then you build that community, then you could either one, sell a product or sell um, some kind of helpful thing or you could have like of a course. premium subscription service on YouTube or something like that. Yeah. Or what you could do, which is a lot, what a lot of people are doing, is you're using TikTok as uh, the one funnel system and then everyone who sees your TikTok because to me, the algorithm on TikTok is a lot better than Instagram. Like you could start posting today and you would get like a couple hundred views on your videos rather than mm-hmm. maybe like 30 or 40, depending on like what you do and the hashtags. And then, um, okay. yeah, from there, they kind of like they're funneling it into their YouTube channel or their Facebook channel or sorry, uh, their Instagram. Um, I don't see a lot of Facebook. I just see usually YouTube or Facebook, but I do see some bigger creators now uh, starting to actually monetize through T-shirt sales and merchandise exactly. sales and stuff like that. So exactly, um, yeah. Native so are you able to like um, navigate people from TikTok using like swipe up? You don't even have to. So there's uh, so I <clears throat> recently I've only been on TikTok for about a week. Um, I've heard about it for a, about. Th- four months or so but I've just like you I was like it's a very young platform and I'm not really sure if I liked that musically side of it like it just really wasn't appealing (laughs) for me I thought it was for singers and um, uh, like musicians a lot more than it was for like filmmakers and kind of content creators Um, but recently I've been going on it and they actually have a couple buttons on your homepage so you can link your Instagram you can link your YouTube and all you have to do is click that button and then it brings you directly to that YouTube channel or that Instagram account which is really nice you don't have to do any swipe up stuff um, but it's basically the same stuff yeah, and then, um, yeah, so we've been on, like, Jake and I have been on TikTok for about a week, just making short little videos and just fun little videos and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I definitely I definitely really think it's useful just because it's going to be, um, it's kind of at the point where YouTube and Facebook were when they, f- not when they first came out, but about two and a half years after they first came out, where mm-hmm. you could post a video and you would do really nothing to it. Like, you'd maybe add in one hashtag. You didn't have to have a clickbait title. And you didn't have to have like a crazy thumbnail where you're like, and <laughs> just like something for people to click on. It was just like a good video or something like that. And you'd get yeah. maybe a couple, couple hundred views on it just organically. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really the state of TikTok right now. So I actually had a couple videos blow up. I had one video hit 98K and then I had another uh, couple that hit like 24 and 46,000 views. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, that really just like kickstarted everything. And it's really funny to see because it's the same thing on YouTube. You have one or two viral videos, viral in the sense, it just people see it and that's kind of like your main traffic. And then after that, people just kind of start to follow you and they'll check in on your other things, but they may not like it or 
viewed as much and then those couple videos just like sail forward with you um mm -hmm. so i think that's kind of uh the importance of tiktok but yeah man if you're uh if you're not on tiktok it's basically vine right now which i which i'm stoked about it's uh, <laughs> it's like yeah. a, the new vine so i, I definitely think you got to get on that man um, I'll check it out. I'll check it out for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Make sure you follow me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make sure yeah. you subscribe to my YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, just, just throw up all the links right now, man. Just yeah. throw up all the promos. Yeah. yeah. So, um, no, I love it. Absolutely. Okay, man. Um, let's talk uh, about some strategies or maybe a couple tips or things that you would do um, as a personal uh Oh, sorry. I flipped my camera around ha! as a personal content creator. So I'm not talking about um, the growth X media business, but I'm talking sure. about yourself. So for myself, uh, when you, okay. Yeah. Um, you kind of have to like test your waters with your content. Um, What's up, certain, certain things will work at you on YouTube and certain things will not work on YouTube. Right. And certain things will work on Instagram and will not work on YouTube, for example. 100%. Um, Vice versa, right? So you kind of have to test your platforms. I do believe that YouTube is the strongest uh, platform right now. I think so too. If you ever want to be recognized uh, randomly, I'd say, mm -hmm. because one of my videos, because Google owns YouTube, right? Let's get that out of the way. Google owns YouTube. Google is the number one search engine as of right now. Um, if you are searching to turn on how to turn on 4k 60 frames per second on your iphone my video is going to pop up nice that's what I like and that's that, that, that that's so that's the power of youtube right um you, you don't really get that on instagram for example nope yeah so in terms of youtube like you'll have to figure out what works for you um what i also started off like you know having those like 15 second intros and then I realized that looking at my analytics that that wasn't working for me because people were dropping right away. Yeah. Or maybe it was a, a certain word that I was using, people didn't like that. So I had to very fine tune my YouTube and my content creation to the point that um, I'm looking at my analytics for every single video. 100%. And for, for, I would say like for YouTube, like your titles, your description, um, your hashtags, you can use hashtags on your YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. So you can use up to 10 hashtags. That's wicked. Yes, but whatever you do, just you gotta keep in mind like, um, don't make them clickbaity because people are getting caught yep. and they're getting blacklisted and you don't wanna be blacklisted on Google ever. No, <laughs> that's <laughs> not good. And that's, what, that's what started happening when people did, you know, the old blogs, they yeah. would use like, um, clickbaity stuff and exactly. they were blacklisted off of YouTube or mm -hmm. Google per se in terms of Instagram I strongly believe that your Instagram doesn't matter what you're doing music or you know fitness or photography your main feed should be professional or as polished as you can make it right like if I love memes I love videos <laughs> I love all that stuff I love sharing all that um and I use my stories for that. Definitely. That's just the, that's just the way I am personally. Because if I'm emailing um, hotels, airlines, businesses, mm -hmm. whether they're um, you know like small businesses, mom and pop shops, or uh, people that are running companies, I want them to come on my all my platforms and see a very 
you know, a fluid uh, transition, right? They don't want to, I don't want them to see like, hey, the YouTube is good, but when they jump on my Instagram, like this guy is just posting a random crap on his feet. Yeah, just random stuff. I mean, it may be just, relevant to what you're doing sort of, but it's just, yeah. yeah. If you're a main page completely, right? Like if you're a main page, yeah. go ahead. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's really important with you said uh, with stories. Like you can still like have that personality, that meme, that relatable content on your stories. It's yeah. it's and that's like people will see that they'll interact with you. Maybe they'll send you a message if your messages are open. And um, that's usually where I get most of my DMs now. Actually, is my stories. I don't really get a lot of DMs through making posts. Usually, yeah. I'll get one or two, maybe five comments on a post. But yeah. Um, I post like uh, a lot of uh, philosophy stuff um, just recently on my stories and things like that. And that's that's where I get most of my comments and that's where I get most of my, mm -hmm. my DMs. So I definitely think that's a smart move. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have one more question for you. Just because a lot of, uh, there's a few people in here that are watching this live video that I know would actually benefit from it. But a lot of people that we actually work with um, and that we'd like to work with, with Uncommon are um, individual artists or they're okay. small, smaller time creatives that are just coming up. Um, if you, if I was just like, if I was just about to start tomorrow, not today, but tomorrow. And I, I came to you and I was like, Hey man, I just need some advice as to what, what should I do first? Should I go on YouTube? Should I go on Instagram? Should I do this? Um, and like, what would you recommend as to, um, starting up, just building your profile and kind of building your, uh, notoriety? I actually started the opposite way. People typically start on Instagram. Instagram is a fairy tale, I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and once you go on YouTube, that's when the the real learning happens. Um, there's a reason why Instagram is a fairy tale, and Facebook is a fairy tale. You so, don't have so a dislike you, button. Okay, I was gonna say, what do you mean by fairy tale? You don't have a dislike button. If somebody doesn't like your post, they're not gonna like it. Yeah, they're just gonna walk away. Huh. That's good. Plain and simple. Right. If somebody doesn't like my video, they can go ahead and do like a dislike button, and I can't. I can't remove that. Right. Unless like I delete it and upload it and huh. go back and forth, back and forth, yeah. back and forth. But that's a lot. Um, of work. Yeah. So it, it it typically depends on what you're doing. I always say that YouTube is number one because um, it's the way that I started off. Mm -hmm. Right. But to make money, Instagram is much quicker. But you gotta you gotta figure out your your game plan. Do you wanna do you wanna do short sprints or do you wanna run a marathon? True. Right. You wanna run a marathon? Run the marathon. Right. Like, do that. But yeah. you're gonna like it's gonna take you years. It's not gonna take you like one year. It's gonna take you years to develop your brand, um, to develop your your following, and then you can easily cash in afterwards if you want to. Right. But if you are starting off tomorrow, I'll be like this: just to use what you have. Your phone is more than capable of yep. shooting videos. Because when I first started off, uh, my first 30 or 40 videos, actually, my, I, I got my, my digital camera like three or four months ago. I was shooting on my iPhone X. Wow. Up until then, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> good though. I like the hustle. Right? So, like, it's, yeah, like, one thing I will recommend um, YouTube or Instagram invest in a good microphone. Yes. Right. Audio I don't mean, uh, yeah, like, I don't mean like, you know, spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars. There's good microphones for 50 bucks, 60 yep. bucks, right? Sell something, buy the microphone, buy something. If you're starting off, what I did was I bought um, the Rode Video Mic Go. Yeah. Small one. I think so I have that, one. 
Yes. Yes, that's the exact same one that I had. Yes, sir. And um, so that can be used on your phone as well as on your digital camera. So when you are ready to make the transition to or towards the digital camera, you're able to utilize those products in. Go ahead. Um, what I found is people who, or what I found in general is people will be okay with like really crap resolution. Yeah. That's true, man. It's And that's the thing is like when I went to film school, people were like, um, audio is half of video. Never forget that. You could put in $2 million into video, but if you put in $100,000 into your audio, it will flop. 100%. Nobody's going to watch it because no one's going to want to listen to the scratchy audio in the background or like people sounding dead and it not sounding like good in your ears. It's a whole other experience. Yeah, we just he's so he's running a Sony, which is one of the reasons why I have a Lumix GH4 because I have an unlimited recording rate, so it's really nice to do long form videos. Um, he's just checking his Sony because we're gonna upload this full video on YouTube uh, on Uncommon's YouTube channel, and then we're also gonna have a few snippets coming out too. So we just want to make sure that we get all the all the video properly. Um, yeah, awesome. Sorry to cut you off, man. I just wanted to make sure we had that. It's all good. Hopefully a recording because we just kept on going. Yeah, no worries, man. Hey. If if we miss the section of it, it's not a big deal. We can just yeah. keep adding okay. it on later. Okay. Um, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So t let's talk about the likes. Likes going away on Instagram. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, it's good and bad. It's good because people aren't buying fake likes anymore. Yeah. Um, it's bad for people who are creating content. They're not being appreciated as much when it yep. comes to um, showing off their. You know, I have this many likes. You can still see the likes if you go on um, desktop version of Instagram. Yeah, I noticed that too. In terms of algorithm, it's still a huge part of the algorithm and the way your photos are performing. Right. Right. So, so don't get that twisted where people are like, oh, likes are going away. I don't have to get that many likes to wrap up. No, you still need to get comments are number one, likes are number two. 100%. Right. Yeah, comments are number one, I would say like shares are number two, and then likes. Definitely, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Cool. Yeah, I think, um, so I work with a lot of influencers, and I have um, a lot of good friends who are influencers, and um, mm -hmm. some of them have like 100, 100K plus, and uh, others have like 30, 40K on Instagram yeah. and YouTube and all this stuff. Um, yeah. I think the one thing that they're all mad about is not just being, just not being able to see uh, sorry, just not being able to see their actual um, like metrics, but I kind of think it's vanity metrics because why does somebody need to see like, yeah, you post a photo of a transformation, maybe it doesn't mm -hmm. do as well as you would like, it gets yeah. like a half of the amount of likes, but that means that other people can't see it too. So mm -hmm. is that necessarily a bad thing that all the likes are going away? Um, what I found is I was, uh, I knew some people who had fake followers. Yeah. And when you look at their profiles now, 10,000 followers and so many people like their photos, right? You're not going to be scrolling through thousands and thousands and thousands of pages. Because right. if you look on, if you look on every photo, like it'll show um, all the people that have liked the photo, mm -hmm. but it's not going to show the number. You kind of have to like add it all up. For those people, this is the biggest benefit out there. Right. They're, they're in the free now. Like they, they can, they can approach companies. I have 10,000 followers. I get, a thousand likes or I get a hundred likes mm -hmm. you can't tell you can't yeah, tell that's that's how I used to find people, out 
yeah, people are getting fooled, especially small businesses. Yeah. Um, especially like these girls, like, oh yeah, I'm a social media content creator. <laughs> then Bitch, that's, you that's bought another, those twenty thousand. We know it. Yeah. Then she'll say, oh, you know, I'm a social media manager. Yeah. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You haven't done any, any like you haven't gone to any like events on like Facebook events, or you haven't. You're not a Facebook developer. No. Nah. Um, you might be a content creator. You're not a manager of anything. Exactly. Right. And then and then some of these girls and guys I've seen both, they'll take on these clients, and the same strategies they employ with themselves, whether they're, you know, revealing provocative photos or doing something else, um, is not working with their client clients getting mad that's when they start this whole buying process yep <clears throat> i've seen that happen too man you'll see that with vancouver realtors huh. a lot of vancouver realtors have a lot of fake followers that makes there's sense. one company they they're always going after yeah that, that gives them all these fake followers and it's, it's yes it's a dopamine rush for them yeah but they have all these nice photos yet you have 13,000 followers and you're getting 20 likes. Yeah. What's going on with that? Exactly. We know you're faking right? and then, Yeah, and then like they get upset when you try to tell them the truth that the algorithm is turning on you. You're getting shadow banned. Yeah. Right? And it takes months and months and months to get back on the platform properly and to be able to share your content with others. 100%. It's yeah. just not worth it. It's 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 really like it's a step mm -hmm. forwards for maybe a few days or a few weeks, and then it's a yeah. huge step backwards um, for the rest of the, your career or your content creating career. Yeah. It really affects. I don't, I don't see like why like it's just shortcuts people try to take. It's there's no point of doing that. People are just, impatient. Just keep, people are impatient, right? Like people people want to do sprints. They don't want to do the whole marathon. Yep. Right. They want to do short sprints. They want to win small battles and then lose in the long run. Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's just like you, we were talking about earlier. It's it's all based around the vanity metrics of like, oh, well, my, my friend has like 30K followers on Instagram and she gets like a couple thousand likes. So I, I need to get to that point, too. Otherwise, it's just it's just not going to be good or it's not going to be like valuable or whatever. Right. And then exactly. I think that's the, the two things is one, people are impatient and two, people like to judge themselves based off of who's around them and who they're looking at on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like the hardest thing that. Um, we're, we're having to deal with is the fact that like, yeah, Instagram is a highlight reel. Like you were saying, it's a fairy tale. There's no dislike button to it. You can comment something bad, but usually that doesn't turn out in your favor. And yeah. <laughs> um, you can delete stuff. Yeah. And you can delete yeah, stuff, yeah. but then people just know. And it's just, it's, it's this weird, weird rush where people want, want that like instant gratification. And they're like, I need this. Yeah. I need this right now. And hey, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I was also in the same process. Like I'll, I'll, I'll spend an hour editing one photo. This is months back. Yeah. Right. I'll post it up and I'll be like, keep on, sorry, keep on, you know, hitting refresh. Right. And nothing's happening. Like I'll get 30 likes. I'm like, oh yes, that felt good. Let's go for a hundred. Right. Then once you hit hundred, let's go for 120. And, Man, and that's where it all starts. Same with me on TikTok when I got that. Um, so I've never gone viral <laughs> before. Like I've never had yeah. a video that's hit um, above 10,000 views that I've like made myself. I've had videos where I've made for people that have hit like 10,000, 100,000 views, but it's not myself. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's a completely different feeling. And cause like seeing a piece of my work, like video work on um, like one of my, like Danny Gets Fit's channel um, hit like 50K views or whatever. It's like a really good feeling. Cause you're like, okay, I know that he's happy with that. It did good. Like that's a good feeling, but you know that 
it's not necessarily you. But when I got this influx of people just like viewing and coming to my account, it was every day I would wake up and I'd have like 163 new followers, like 50 uh, or like 160 new likes. And it was just like, I was refreshing it constantly. And I was like, wow, like mm -hmm. how, how big can we go? Like yeah. at first it was like, oh, we hit 10,000. All right, can we hit 25? We hit 25, oh shit, can we hit 30? And it's just, yeah, it's like, yeah. It, we just crave so much more. And I'm like, and now all my other videos after that one have gone downhill. So they haven't been doing as well. And that's what <laughs> happens. Like that's just like yeah. the nature of the game sometimes. So yeah. um, it's like, all right, now I got to get like back onto it. I'm like, and I'm not trying to recreate anything I did because I know that that would never work. Like, yeah, it would be great if I, if I just did the same set of content over and over and over again, but that's how I burn myself out. That's how you become um, an unauthentic creator in my, in my personal opinion, because you stop making things for yourself or for your audience and you start making things for the algorithm or for the metrics or for the views mm -hmm. and the likes. And I think that's yeah. where a lot of people get lost. hundred mm -hmm. percent, man. Um, wicked. I have a, uh, I just have like one more question and then I think this is really good. It's about, we've done about a half an hour, 40, 42 minutes actually. 42 so, minutes. Well, 42 minutes. I know it goes, <laughs> it goes by fast. So yeah, um, I just want to wrap this up because we are going to have okay. another interview uh, with yes. you as well as Grizz, Grizzy Winters. We'll do Grizzy by himself because he loves to talk. Okay, cool. And then we'll do, we'll do, we'll do one just with me where it's hundred percent business. Awesome. And I like I'll, that. I'll share with you tips and tricks that I've learned at the Facebook conference that a lot of people may not know that would be awesome man i'd really appreciate yeah. that i know that uh yeah. our audience would the really things that, that the things that are coming down the pipeline over the next three to five months definitely maybe next year in canada awesome man all right um okay sweet so i just would like you to give uh, a few of your tips um i know i know we already gave some but just kind of like recap it for everybody sure. so um you're say you're somebody comes up to you and, and they're just like, Hey, I'm a brand new content creator. I specialize in like video or, or music, one of the two. Um, and I would like to start what, what were, what would the platform be to start on? What would a good piece of advice for like a mental yeah. aspect? And then what would be like a good, um, like, uh, kind of like not a business aspect, but, um, what's the word? like a social media aspect that you would focus on. So like, um, like, would you focus on like DM groups or something on Instagram, uh, like building it, that kind of thing or whatever, if that makes sense? Um, I'm definitely against DM groups. Yeah, no, sorry, I am too. It was a really poor example. <laughs> right. But just, uh, I guess like, um, um, maybe like commenting on other people's sure. uh, posts uh, to get interaction yeah. or something like that. that yeah, that's that's so, a little bit more organic. Yeah, like, I mean, for if you're creating video, go to YouTube, use whatever you're holding in your hand. It's more than capable. You don't need to spend like thousands and thousands of dollars. You don't know if it's gonna work out right. So just your phone. If you have an iPhone that's seven or higher, you can shoot 4K, right? It's gonna be decent. Beautiful. Um, your videos are important, but the most important thing on YouTube is having good thumbnails, good quality thumbnails. So invest your time on creating a not like a clickbaity thumbnail, but like mm -hmm. an attractive, professionally edited thumbnail. There's a lot of videos out there that show you how to create thumbnails. If you don't have Photoshop, there's a lot of softwares out there where you, which you can use and develop good thumbnails. Um, and good microphone. You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on a microphone. Um, a $50 microphone is gonna do a great job. Not the best, right? Like it's gonna do a great job mm -hmm. and it's gonna bring your audiences over. And if you ever wanna grow on Instagram, 
you have to kind of like visit other people's um, posts, you know, get right. your honest, honest opinion and feedback on those, um, not just like an emoji, because if you put one emoji, you're coming across as a bot on, on according to Facebook. That's what they're looking at now. Yeah. Even people now, people know when you're like a bot and they just comment like one or two emojis. It's like, ah, I think he's a yeah. bot. Sometimes I do look like that because I, I'm in a rush and I still want to, I don't know what to comment, I'll just do, yeah. I always use the rocket ship. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I love the rocket ship. I love the rocket ship. <laughs> love it, man. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Awesome, buddy. Yeah. Um, yo, what's up, Pulse One? That's funny. Um, all right. Awesome, man. I think that's really, really good. Um, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and thank you for being thank a part you. of this. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime, I can't wait man. for uh, round two. Yeah, man, this is going to be sick. Um, round two is going to be even better for those of you who are trying to become um, anything above like a mediocre artist, I'd say, because my <laughs> man has some really, really good secrets that he's been holding yeah. on to us. And uh, yeah. I, I can't wait to talk about Growth X Media and I can't wait to of talk about, uh, with Grizzy as well. So thank you again for coming on. Um, and thank you. Make sure you uh, will link a little bit of your social medias. And I think I think that's it for this episode, my man. Tell them where they can thank find you. you. Yes, you can go to my Instagram. You can click on the top left. You should be able to go on my Instagram. Just hit me a follow. Um, all my uh, social media platforms are exactly the same. Mike Batten, that's my full name. Awesome. I'm not hiding behind anything, right? Like that was yeah. another thing that I, I went through. I was like, maybe I should maybe I should do like a different name. Maybe yeah. I should like Van City, right? What if somebody searches me up and they find them? Then I was like, nah, man, just, just go with it. Just go 100% all in. Yeah, be right? authentic. And, and and the the uh, the reception was actually unpredictable. I mean, it wasn't what I predicted. Thing, because what I predicted was people gonna be like, "Hey, like I saw you on that YouTube video. You're making YouTube videos now." Yeah. And what ended up happening, people were like, "Hey, you're making that really cool video." Nice. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe you're doing that, man. Just keep on, keep on at it, right? Like people yeah, are very supportive. Abso yeah, absolutely. Man. I mean, because because I I didn't grow up from this. I I grew up in the generation where Instagram and Facebook were brand new. Yeah. Um, Me where, too, man. <laughs> Where, where, where online dating was frowned upon. Yeah. It's, it's, it's right? Like kind online of dating upon. was frowned upon. Yeah. Um, so like using the internet for other things, like putting yourself out there was frowned upon. It was. And it's, it, yeah, it's no longer that anymore. No, it's, it's honestly, um, I think it's, it's even, it's even more interesting when you see somebody that, you know, uh, posting a video or like actually trying to do something and, and all of a sudden yeah. you can follow them as well. And yeah, maybe yeah. you don't, you don't like all their shit yeah. or whatever. Cause I mean, not of course. the first time you are, but hey, it's, yeah, it's really, uh, it's really cool yeah. to like sit down and be able to, to follow somebody's journey and see that they're actually progressing in what they said mm -hmm. they were going to do. And I think that's yeah. like the best thing about social media right now is you get to see people's accountability or sorry, you get to see people and you kind of can like account or count for them. And uh, yeah. going back to what we said about Casey Neistat, that was also another reason why he did really well is because yeah, he did daily videos, um, which is not necessarily the best thing to do if you're just starting out. Cause that's a lot of work and that's a lot of pressure on you. Burnout, yeah. But if you're able to do something regularly, um, yeah. for example, like this podcast or anything like that, that gives a little bit of benefit to people that's like going to help you so much in the long run. And just, it's just like, of course. Uh, e even now, like, um, the fact that you reached out and wanted to be on the podcast is amazing because before a couple months ago, nobody even knew what that was and like, nobody <laughs> even was doing yeah. that. So that and makes it's funny me because a lot of, like, we did this live and I, I know there's a lot of people that are my friends are following me on Instagram, yeah. have seen this and they're going to check you out. Exactly, man. And vice versa. We have had a really, a uh, couple of cool people, um, who follow us, myself and Jake, who popped up here too. So I'm glad that we can share audiences and kind of uh, share the communities because it's just, well, that's what it's about. It's community building, man. 
Awesome, bud. Yeah. All right, so that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for watching the Uncommon Podcast. Um, yeah. We will be back with Mike in a few episodes, so make sure you hit that subscribe button and stay tuned. Thank you so much, guys. Perfect. That was for the little. That was for the. <laughs> yeah.